Welcome back, everybody, to the H3 Podcast Live on twitch.tv forward slash h3h3productions. Today we have a very special impromptu episode. I'll tell you what, we've been thinking about doing the show twice per week. We're thinking about bringing a Tuesday episode to you guys where we have a top of the week where we discuss what's going on in the world, have some laughs, have some goofs, just me and Ela hanging out. Maybe sometimes some some people come and hang with us. But on Friday, we have the interviews and our traditional stuff there. But it, I think it would be bring a good balance to have, like, our us time mm-hmm. and, you know, that all of us time. It's like top of the month, but top of the week. Yeah. It's top of the month. We cram everything into one episode. It ends up being, like, three-hour marathon. Mm-hmm. But we could do that every week, be more current. Have some laughs along the way every week. So here's basically our pilot uh, attempt to do that. And I, I'm thinking about cutting it down, making make about like an hour long each episode, something about that, mm-hmm. about that length. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're thinking. So let's give it a shot. And a quick, quick thank you. We have no sponsors today. So our real and only sponsors, as, as it has always been, is the wonderful people on Twitch Prime and our subscribers on Twitch. You guys are my heart and soul, okay? And when I lay in bed at night with Hila, I'm not thinking about her. I'm thinking about you guys. I'm saying she's cool. I like her, but my Twitch Prime subs, that's who I'm freaking I disapprove getting off to. of that message. So, Hila <laughs> too. She act like she's... I know you're thinking about her Twitch Prime subs. Don't act like that's not who you're fantasizing yeah, I'm about. I'm of those emoticons. Yeah, and I go to sleep. <clears throat> More emoticons. <laughs> so anyway, thank you everybody who supports the show. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Couple of things on my chest I want to get off first and foremost before we get into the memes. Mm-hmm. I'm back on FUPA loss. Right. You know, I did was doing really good. I was up to 205. When you started. When I was at my fattest. Yeah. I was a monster. I had, you, you did really good. You got sick. Lost the progress. Yeah, that's the killer. Hopefully, I got to stay healthy. <laughs> but I was so fat at the onset. Like, I don't know if I talked about this, but I was so, I was such a monster, man. Like, I would lean over to tie my shoes and I would, couldn't breathe. Like, that's not a joke. Like, it was alarming. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, I, st- I stopped wearing tennis shoes, only sneakers, only vans. Stop wearing tennis. What because shoes? I couldn't tie, I couldn't tie oh. the lace. I was like, "This is not how animals are meant to live on this earth." Especially not in their thirties. Well, that's like someone in their seventies. Yeah, <laughs> man, they're in deep trouble. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Age, age aside, you shouldn't suffocate to lean down to your foot. And I actually felt my ribs being pushed out of my body. I'm like, this fat, this fucking disgusting. Food I'm eating every day is terraforming my body. <laughs> the ribs are being displaced by the fat. So I had this moment of realization. Where I'm like, all right, dude, time to time to get on that FUPA loss. So I lost ten pounds. I want to lost like fifteen pounds. Yeah, maybe fifteen. <coughs> and um, and then I got sick, like Ela said, and I was like, eh, fuck it. I was like, I ah, fuck my life. Well, when you're sick, you can't exercise, and then you start also eating whatever because you don't feel well. Yeah, you need comfort. You, you need that comfort food. You're vulnerable. And then it's so hard to get back to it. So Right. 
And then eventually you lose your rhythm and you're like, eh, fuck it. Fuck my life. <laughs> my, uh, this cheeseburger is more important than, being, than me living over the age of 50. Isn't that strange? <laughs> I'm fully a food addict. <laughs> like, <clears throat> it's straight. People are like, oh, you're addicted to heroin. You're addicted to meth, alcohol, all these problems. I am a food addict. <laughs> and I'm kicking that addiction. Yeah. When I'm right. con- when I'm when when my ribs are being pushed out of my body and I feel it and I still go eat a cheeseburger and french fries, that's an addiction. That's sick. When you start to get uncomfortable in your own body. <clears throat> right. It's like maybe do something about that. Yeah, take it take it your face. It sounds fate very uncomfortable. Hands. It's uncomfortable, it's disgusting and it's unhealthy. But it's hard. To make that it's change. I mean, I see with you, you're really trying, and I see how hard it is. God, losing <laughs> weight is, like, the most annoying thing. <laughs> but on one hand, it's, like, <clears throat> it's good to acknowledge it as an addiction. Because <clears throat> it, it should give you some more sympathy for people who suffer from being, like, a, you know, a fat fucking monster. <clears throat> right? <laughs> to put it sensitively. <laughs> Fat people are not monsters. I was Let's a fat monster. I was a fucking beach whale, dude, <laughs> fighting to get back to the ocean. <laughs> but it's good to think about it as an addiction, right? You don't say, yeah. damn it, stop, just stop doing heroin. You're, you know, I mean, it's, you got to think it's about it. It's a complicated it. yeah, it's complicated. issue. Yeah. It's complicated. So anyway, I've been doing good. I've been exercising hard, man. I've been hitting that... That elliptical. Mm-hmm. I've been dieting. I go to bed starving. <laughs> I don't know if that's rec- if that's how you do it, but I, I don't know. I need to see results quick, otherwise I get discouraged. So yeah. I'll starve myself. I call it the concentration <laughs> camp diet. I just fucking <laughs> starve myself. You should write a book. <coughs> I know about how to starve. My book will be banned in America. <laughs> Fat, so the fat cow monsters of America need to go on the concentration camp diet. That'll be the title. Everyone's going to love it. Um, anyway, I woke up this morning super hungry because I hit the gym last night. By that, I mean the elliptical machine. And I was starving because I went to bed hungry. And we go to Starbucks. And I'm always looking for like a healthy alternative for the food. And they have this one item called the... I always fucking crack up when I say it on the intercom. <laughs> I can't take these people seriously. It's called the feta cheese egg white white flour tortilla wrap. It's like a whole run-on sentence. The egg white spinach fettuccino wheat wrap. And it's like you have to say it like whimsically. And they're like, all right, sir. <laughs> and if you, if you try to like not say the full thing, they're always like, what? Yeah, what? Say it. Say it. They like shame you. <laughs> say it. I like with the coffee size. I refuse to say their names. So every time, I'm like, I want a small coffee. So they're like, Oh, you want the, the, the fucking <laughs> tortellini. <laughs> That's what that. Okay, I know this is like this has been run into the ground about Starbucks, but seriously, what the fuck? A small, a large, a medium. A medium and I don't, I don't play by the rules. I'm a rebel, okay? I may get the feta egg white spinach tortellini, <laughs> but I refuse to say fucking tall or grande. I want a medium coffee. You know what I mean. Don't make me say it. <laughs> anyway, I get this diet food. 
<clears throat> it's just such a con, this health food. Because <clears throat> they give you this egg white. And it's like oozing with like butter and cheese. And they're like, oh, there's spinach in it. That's healthy. <laughs> and it's like little flakes of spinach that was sauteed yeah. in butter. And I, he, he, you know, and I'm eating this. We're eating this on the way over. And I'm like, ah, this isn't what I wanted. You ever eat a meal and you're like, I would be better off not having put this in my body. Yes, a lot. <laughs> I, I think that a lot. I would, my body would be healthier. I would be healthier in life if I just straight up didn't eat this meal. That's how I felt about it a little bit. Right. It's pretty. <clears throat> I t- I'm, I'm a fan of eating at home. So for me, almost every time I eat out is how I feel. <laughs> Say that again. I just, I like eating at home. Like, you just can't compare that to food you get outside. Yeah. I know what's in there. You got fresh fresh vegetables. You know you what, know. yeah. You, and when you eat out, it's like, I don't know what, how I got this food and what happened in the process. What, and some chef who was back there who didn't wipe his fucking hands after yeah. taking a shit, his finger broke through the baby wipe, and he's like, eh. Or like when you're at home, you have this, uh, you have like this mix of lettuce and stuff, and it's got a date on it. <clears throat> And if it's one day past, we, like, throw it out. I freak out and throw it out. I don't know if they do it in the restaurant. Yeah. You may be eating, like, a two-week-old. Yeah. You also, probably are. when you get a head of lettuce and you're washing the little bugs and grime out, do they do that? They're busy people. <laughs> probably not. So. Yeah, I don't like eating out either. <clears throat> so that, uh, you know, that's, that's my rant for the morning. <laughs> Pretty much covered everything on the agenda there. I was moving on to the next story here. Top story. You guys probably saw this. It was a really special meme. Um, This was circulating on Twitter everywhere. The Joey Salads is a fucking Nazi meme. So good. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Okay. So on Twitter, somebody originally tweeted out something like, to those of you who say Trump supporters aren't Nazis, look at this picture. Man, I'm going to fucking erase Windows. I hate Windows so much. Bill Gates... You may cure malaria, but you'll never make me not want to flip and kick a wall. Anyway. So somebody tweets out, you know, to people who say not all Trump supporters are Nazis, look at this picture. And it's Joey Salads, of course. And I see this. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, Joey, of course. And then everybody starts retweeting this, and yeah. media starts picking it up. This picture of Joey Salas just as a Nazi. What does that guy's shirt say? Obama called me Klinger. Hillary calls me deplorable. Terrorists call me infidel. Trump calls me American. That's a little dramatic, dude. But regardless, you have Joey Salas standing next to you with a swastika on his sleeve. You seem very reasonable. So this is from a prank from, like, months ago. <laughs> and the media picks it up and everyone's like, oh, shit, that's Joey Salts. People don't really look into it, obviously. Who looks into anything these days? Except me. <laughs> so people thought he was at the, at the rally in Charlottesville right. last week. So you guys probably follow this whole thing in Charlottesville where yeah. there was like a white supremacist who freaking ran over people. I mean, if you're if you have to be living under a rock not to have heard about that. Mm-hmm. I have really nothing to add to that that hasn't already been said by everybody. But everybody thought Joey Salads was there and a Nazi (laughs) Swazi. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Joey's a terrorist or he's a Nazi. (laughs) And so obviously, you know, 
he's not a Nazi. He's just a salad head. I know that. <laughs> Most of you guys know that by now. <clears throat> and it's from a prank from months ago. Um, let me watch it. I got it here. Yeah, what was the prank about? Yeah, so he the, the prank was about Nazi at Trump rally, social experiment. Are Trump supporters Nazis? <clears throat> here's a here's a brief <laughs> excerpt from that video. We, we denounce you. We renounce you. You're welcome to be here. Oh, let me show. People over there on that side, they... Well, we don't see it. But, uh, yeah, but the, the left... Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm getting used to this new format. Hang on one sec. There you go. We should get you a mouse. Yeah, a mouse would be helpful. So here it is. People over there on that side, they, they're telling us we're all Nazis. We, we denounce you. We renounce you. You're welcome to be here. We can't stop you, but I don't know why you're doing this, but it's not acceptable here. We do not agree with what you have there. I thought I thought we were Nazis. That the people over there are calling us Nazis. Not okay. Not okay. Not okay. I'm a Latino and I support Trump. I don't but, support the but, bigotry that you have right here. I don't support that. But the left, they, they, I thought we were the Nazis. I don't support that. They all said that we were Nazis. I'm a Latino and I support Trump. But they said we were Nazis. We're not Nazis. with us. We're not with us. Just go right. back over there. You sure? you just, the Democrats. All right. Well, the that, are gonna take it. <coughs> you get that got a whole new context after the last week, but. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it just if you went like that to the rally. Oh, that would be a really <laughs> bad timing to do that experiment, eh? <laughs> yeah. There's a good chance they'd be like, let's go, dude. Come here's, on. Your, here's your shield. Here's your shield here's in the your tiki torch. I think, can you, here's your tiki torch, Joey. Can you imagine Joey, like, fish out of water, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out it actually had like a, a relatively nice message. Yeah. He went out there. I mean, he's a, he's an idiot, guys. Let's be real about it. You know, we love him to death. He's a salad head. He goes out there and he's like, hey, we're Nazis, right? Hail Hitler. And they're like, no, dude. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> wrong event. <laughs> wrong. You're at the wrong event, dude. Um, <clears throat> so actually a relatively heartwarming um show of of rebuking him and and the nazis there not that i think that trump supporters are nazis but it's just it it was a nice to see but on the other hand you kind of have to accept that when you go out into the world dressed as a nazi joey (laughs) it's kind of hard to explain that shit ask pewdiepie (laughs) it's tough to get away with those jokes right but now there's just been a huge media blitz about how joey salas is a nazi and it's everywhere yeah, it kind of like shouldn't joke around with this stuff, I guess, especially after all these things happening lately. This was before. I know. But now it's really a now rough it's, subject. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to our favorite talent head on that one. Appreciate you. Dead air. <laughs> Next up, Jake Paul drops the mic, literally. Jake Paul hosted and performed at the Teen Choice Award. That's kind of shocking to me. I It's hard to imagine a world where Jake Paul is actually beloved. I mean, I know he is, but the disconnect that the Teen Choice Awards mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon would. I don't know. He won two awards he was nominated for. He hosted the dang thing. He performed. I don't know. It's just. Uh, Those teens. <laughs> I don't know a, te- a teen choice award. What? How? How far up the teen are we going? Because I feel like they're at about fifteen. 
Yeah, I think off. his fans are like 12. Should be so. the Adolescence Awards. Should, I guess it all falls under the same thing, probably. <clears throat> should be the Dependence Awards. Should, should be the Mom, Bring Me a Juice Box Awards. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, Jake Paul drops the mic, literally. I keep forgetting. All right, let me drag this over so you guys can see it. It's every day, bro. Oh, thank you, Dan. I needed that. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. I said it's every day, bro. Yo, it's a press. So that's it. He just dropped the fucking mic. I like that jump that he... He did a little leap. Really went for it. Also, I like that he wore everyone... He made everyone else wear red, and he's in blue. I guess it's his song. He's the star. Yeah, he is the star. He deserves it. He is the CEO of Team 10. He's a slick. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) I love that when he dropped the mic, the sound didn't change at all. (laughs) How's that work? Some kind of black magic. By the way. I guess I can announce this now because it's pretty official at this point. But this Friday, guess who's our guest? Every day, my dogs. We've got quite a fucking episode planned for this Friday. You will not want to miss. Jake Paul is coming in. (laughs) And? Are you sure you want to miss? Tell them the surprise. Huh. Yeah, why not? Okay. And the KTLA reporter <laughs> that, you know, broke this story about Jake Paul is coming in as well. <laughs> it's going to be a blockbuster, my friends. I'm I'm excited. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to be fascinating. I think we need fascinating. Oh, there you go. Windows leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> we found one or more settings on your battery. That will help improve your life. I plugged in. I don't care about the battery. I don't care about updates. I don't care about... Why do I need to update Windows every day, by the way? Every day, Give me a fucking bro. break. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know Bill Gates was a Jake Paul fan. Updates. God. All right. What's next? Getting killed out there. I'm getting fucking hammered. Vin Diesel. This video yeah. is pretty fucking. That's the first one, and he. That voice is something else. <laughs> All right, so Vin, this is kind of an old clip, but I haven't seen it before. It's becoming my favorite clip. Get ready. Where's my mouth? Vin Diesel professes love for a Brazilian YouTuber during an interview. Get a load <laughs> of this shit, man. This was the first one, and he. That can't be his real voice. That's the first one. (laughs) He's playing that shit up. God, you're so beautiful. God, she's so beautiful. Am I right or wrong? Look at her. How am I supposed to do this interview? Look at this woman. Tell me your story. She's so beautiful. Go on, old man. (laughs) She's so beautiful. And think that that's his voice. <laughs> How is that his real voice? There's no way. <clears throat> He's not even speaking English. He's just like low rumbling. Has he never seen a woman? He's never seen a woman before. Keep playing it. Just got here from Mars. Never seen a female before. 
I'm Triple X. And talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Tell me your story. Tell me your story. Let's get out of here. Let's, let's go. get out of here. Let's go have lunch. Let's go have lunch. Look how beautiful she is. Thank you. God. He probably just motorboats them. He does. His, he probably has a micro penis, and he gets women off. He goes down on them, goes. Let's get out of here. Wow, man. Tom Hanks. Wow, man. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Great guy. He was a great guy, and he. he <laughs> kind of told me what it was going to be like to be a movie star. And the last thing I wanted, I saw you speaking I Am Groot in so many languages, but I don't know if you ever said it in Portuguese. So I brought you... I did say it. Did what do you think about you? his outfit? Eu sou Groot. Yes. What do you think about his outfit? <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the sleeveless shirts in all kinds. I know you're a big fan. Well, you're the fashion police, Eli. You're the guru. What do you... I mean, give him a critique. Just... You're Joan Rivers on the red carpet. What do you say to the guy? It's just so... It's so Matt Haas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just... Wow. It's such a parkour guy. <coughs> Cut outfit. off, plaid, aviator, glasses. <clears throat> but can you... Keep playing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't get enough of it, dude. So good. Eu sou Groot. I love, her. I love her, man. She's so fucking Can sexy. Can you believe that? Look at her. Doesn't anyone say this? Guys, what's wrong? Am I the only one that's saying it? Look at her. What do you want? This is so crazy. Do you think he smashed? He's like, what's wrong? I don't know. What is wrong? Why isn't everybody jumping over the couches <laughs> and dropping their cameras to come try to fucking put their dick on this girl? That's crazy. I've never seen anything like yeah, this. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I don't think he has to try that hard either. He's a movie star. And, I mean, yeah. his clothing's on point. His voice is on point. I'm getting rock hard just from the <laughs> vibrations of the bass in the room. It's making my dick grow. She's so fucking beautiful. It's like you can't even do an interview with her because you're just like... Da, 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 da. Get away. Okay. Right or wrong? <laughs> Oh my God, man, someone saved me. When did this turn into beautiful world? Beautiful world? When did this turn into beautiful world? <laughs> you open your voice and shut up and I fucking cut off. <clears throat> when did this turn into beautiful world? <clears throat> when did this turn into the most gorgeous girl in Brazil? I think she just When did this turn into now. I love oh, you? Oh yeah, as soon as he got up, he should... As soon as he got up, it's like, oh, shit, stay where you are. Ooh. <laughs> Do you think he fucked her? She, she looked creeped out by the end. I doubt Wait, it. here's part two. There's actually a sequel to this. Oh, is this just... Oh, a TMZ. Oh, here's backstage. She does seem weirded out by him. Yeah, she is. He on drugs? I mean, it's, I mean he almost seems... I don't know. Well, I love what he's having. I want to enter Beautiful World. Are you sure? Who is this? <laughs> no, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. I want to enter Beautiful World. At least not on camera. <laughs> nice footage, TMZ. What? what was that coming from? I don't know, man. Their intro and outro took as much space as the fucking... 
<laughs> so anyway, I, that's fun. That was an interesting this one. You Cliff know? is crazy. I've seen Vin Diesel in interviews, and I liked him. Really? I, play, I haven't. That's my first clip. He plays, okay. like, Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Hmm. He's, like, a nerd. So he's just high on something here? Maybe. Something is wrong. Well, I mean, or, I mean, did you not see her? <laughs> <laughs> Love is a drug, they say, Hila. What's up? Sometimes I go too hard on the cough. I feel like I'm going to pass out. (laughs) All right. Thank you for that, Dan. What else we got on deck here, my friends? Mike Tyson in an interview. This is an interesting one because I'm curious what your your take is on this one. I haven't seen this. Yeah, this one's good. This is a good video. So, Mike, yeah. It's called Mike Tyson Swears on TV, but that's really not even the point of the video. Mm. All right, welcome back. Many of you probably know that Mike Tyson, former heavyweight champion, is in town, and he met up with Mayor Rob Ford. Well, he joins us right now with his promoter, Alex. Thanks for joining us, both of you. I'll start with yourself. Uh, many are wondering, how did that happen, this meeting with, with the mayor? I have no idea. It's my fault again. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, he is the mayor of the city. Mike Tyson is here to promote the first ever performance in Canada and when I had Sugary Leonard come to Montreal to launch the book we went to the mayor's office we're here it's an habit we go see the mayor and this is the first time probably in the history of Toronto where the mayor is bigger than the whole, the whole city you know, he's the biggest celebrity than anybody in the city but he wants to see the mayor and um, he's a really uh, dynamic character alright so did you he read up on him you sort of would call no, him no I didn't read up on him I watched him on television right now, some of your critics would say, you know, there's a race for mayor. We know you're a convicted rapist. This could hurt his campaign. How would you respond to that? Hey, um, I don't know who said that. You don't even want to hear say that. You know what I mean? And I don't have no comment to that. You know, because it's not- So, I don't know if you caught what happened. Mike Tyson's a convicted rapist. Right. And that happened a long time ago, and it was yeah. shrouded in controversy. It was his girlfriend who accused him of ra- – and, you know, it's – he went to prison for it and ended his career. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody – it's it's very controversial thing. So anyway, this guy's like, you're a convicted rapist. What do you say to the people who say it's not, doesn't, it's not a good look for him, for the mayor to be hanging out with you? Mm-hmm. Then Mike fucking loses it. And I think understandably – it's kind of a fucking, like, curveball. Right. Hey, thanks for coming to Toronto. Having a good yeah. time? So you're a convicted rapist. And this is after you spent time Oh, this is... For it dude, it's everything. been, like, 15 years. Yeah, okay. Nobody, nobody, you know, <clears throat> that shit doesn't come up, really. But anyway, it's on live television. And he's out here trying to promote his live show. They're on tour there. I don't know. It's kind of... <clears throat> I don't know. I'll continue. Negative, and you being negative, and I, 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 met, I met the mayor, and nothing they can do about it. We actually had a really good time. We we, we talked about George Travallo. His, his promoter city. sees Mike Great snapping, dude. Right. Mike spent quite a bit of time yesterday. Mike snapping. 
Life highs and lows. So interesting that you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. You know, we're doing, we're doing live TV. And I don't care. What are you going to do about it? Right. You got to pick up a show that you're doing tonight. We are. You know, a lot of people we are. Where it comes raw and it's the real truth. Yeah, a lot of the truth. Be there to see your show. Just tell us a bit about it. Um, you know. It's kind of hard to start promoting yeah. a show. It's a yeah. Broadway production. It went to Vegas. His friends like, like I'm calm. Be calm, my. And we're really, really proud to yeah. bring it. It's it's like is is a human being. Why you brought it up and now you want him to just move on and go back to like all smiley mode? It's yeah. like a little hard. No, that's don't ask that question. It's not the right set. It's not the right time or place. Yeah. But I love. I mean, look, I don't know if Michael Ray. I I don't know. You know, I I have no patience for rapists, obviously. But the Mike one was pretty controversial. It's a time, it's a time, I mean, like, someone, I don't know. It's kind of tricky here, but anyway, Mike is such a character. Yeah. Oh, look at him, he wants to kill him. <laughs> on October 9th, we're going to be in Monte Carlo, <clears throat> right? Is it nerve-wracking for you to do something like this, or is it more nervous for you to box? How does it compare? I don't know. Um, it's more nerve-wracking for me to hear us talking to a rat piece of shit. Look at his friends. Like, oh, uh, no. Thank you for coming. Fuck you. I love it. <laughs> Mike is a wordsmith. Good for him. I love Mike Tyson for for. We're all people. Like, if you're gonna ask him a mean shit, deal with the consequences. Yeah, I agree. I think it's better to not be like, oh well, my show <clears> tonight <throat> is gonna be great. I'm more nervous boxing than performing, and you just called me a rapist. If anything, it's more humanizing of Mike because it shows <laughs> that wasn't just something he did and already forgot about. It doesn't matter if he did it or not, but obviously it was a dark thing yeah. in his life. Yeah. And you don't just bring it up like that. I mean, Mike Tyson is one of the most interesting people, really. Mm-hmm. Dude has been through so much shit. He, he had such a rough upbringing. He was the champion by, like, 19... Went to prison for rape, controversy, surrounded in controversy, came out, his career was over, and then his daughter fucking had a freak death. Did you know that? Until his, you told me His daughter, it, yeah. like, fell out of a window or so, or I, some freak. No, it wasn't even that. It was, like, totally outside of his control. Uh, Dan, can you look that? I'll tell you. Anyway. <clears throat> Here. She died in a tragic accident on a treadmill. Wow. That's wild. A hanging accident involving a treadmill. Like, something you could mm. never foresee or prevent. Crazy. His daughter dies, like, and that fucks... Like, I don't know, man. He's an interesting guy, dude. I love the way he talks. Yeah, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating. And, then, like, <clears throat> one of my favorite mm-hmm. quotes of all time. He's talking shit to this boxer on live on live TV. And he says to the guy, I'm going to fuck you till you love me, faggot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just so beautifully stated as an insult. I can't think of anything better. <laughs> just on the top of your head. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's beautiful. So anyway, uh, this was a good one. Dude scares the wrong lady. This one's a little, a little triggering. These people kind of piss me off. 
Let's have a look. <clears throat> All right, so you know what they this guy looks like a class act already. <laughs> Hill, Miller High Life hat with that angle. It's so bent. <laughs> the deeper the bend, the more the inbred, is what they say. Looks like he's missing a couple of teeth. This lady is dying. She's horrified. (laughs) His girlfriend is taking this shit way too lightly. You gotta show her face again. Yeah, I noticed. She's real. Oh my god. Oh my god. I scared the wrong person. Can you show her? Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, god. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Look how she's hyperventilating. <laughs> anyway, I love how he's like, oh my god, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Let me go put this on YouTube <laughs> and not blur your face. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Great. There's a world out there, my <laughs> friends, with people with bent hats. Hats bent way more than is reasonable. Scaring people in, ba- in hallways, filming them. I'm telling you, man, the world out there is crazy. It's crazy. Back me up on that, Ela. Yep. Thanks. When you got support <laughs> like that, let me tell you, the world is my oyster. This show is untoppable. <clears throat> what else we got here? Got some other stories. (laughs) Disney is pulling out all of its content from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, every streaming platform. Disney's pulling out. You know, just like uh, my dad wishes he did. (laughs) Dad jokes, kind of. It's still a little too sexual for a dad joke, but I see your point. It's kind of there in the same uh, realm. Yeah, early dad joke. Yeah, early dad joke. Pre-fatherhood <laughs> joke. <clears throat> so they're pulling out, and I, at my first thought was like, well, <laughs> good luck, idiots, you know. <laughs> but Disney owns. But wait, they're pulling out because. Yeah, they're starting their own streaming platform. Right, I don't and think that, you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're starting their own streaming platform. And give me a fucking break. <laughs> How many of these companies are so entitled to our $10 per month? I'm, I'm. I hey, can't, give me a break. I can't even count all the <coughs> memberships we have for stuff I'm like that. I'm paying like $1,000 a month in like random 10, 10 member dollar membership fees. Yeah. Every company's trying up. to get it. And it's, it's getting to the point where it's kind of defeating the whole purpose. It's like <laughs> you have these streaming flat platforms to combat piracy and cable. Cable yeah. television, which nobody our age has, super expensive. It's like $120 a month for like ch- got church sports, and home shopping, and, like, three channels you actually watch. You're actually watching commercials <clears throat> with sports. Dude. Commercials with... Yeah. <laughs> Cable doesn't make sense to me as a product anymore. You pay 
way more money, $120 a month. And then they, it's half of it is like super intense commercials. Yeah. So then you have these streaming platforms. They're blowing up. They're competing with cable. I'm paying Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Between those three, I'm paying like $30 a month. But it just starts there. <clears throat> We're paying like Showtime to well, watch. Yeah, you know, there's there's all kinds. And no, I, I pay all, HBO. I pay Showtime. I play PlayStation. Yeah, and you have Crunchyroll. Crunchy I pay and everybody. Just, so you, it, wait, I shouldn't say I, Crunchyroll. I don't. I'm not a wee boo. No, I'm kidding. I love don't Crunchyroll. Be, don't be ashamed. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> anyway, so now it's coming to the point where all these companies think that they're worth fucking all of our money. It's becoming so fragmented. You have YouTube Red, too. YouTube right? Red. Like, we have so many. I'm just trying yeah, to yeah, think yeah. right now. Yeah, you you pay iTunes. Right. I know. It's crazy. It's getting to the point where we might as well just get cable. <laughs> Although, yeah, that's <clears throat> different, but yeah. But it's becoming so fragmented. All these companies being like, oh, my shit's fucking worth everything. Fuck the consumer. I'm Disney. We make, ki- we make kids content but we're run by sociopaths <laughs> i'm disney um it's becoming so fragmented that it's like it, it's defeating the purpose yeah anyway so i'm like oh fuck off disney i'm not buying your crap i'm still not buying their crap but just to give you an idea of how much property they actually own they own pixar everything pixar's ever made lucas films star wars Marvel, everything Marvel, ABC. What uh, you know? All those, all those late night shows you watch, Ela, those might be owned by Disney. Oh shit! Because they own ABC, they own A and E Network, History Channel, Lifetime, Blaze, Crime, and I'm all into the Crime and Investigation mm-hmm. Network. ESPN, a lot of people care about that. Touchstone Pictures, and there's way more than that. Oh, and A and E, they had that good Scientology <clears throat> series. I just don't see it, though, because it's like it's mostly kids content, Disney, I feel like. But then you have a lot of other serious films, and and it's just it's weird. Who is it for? Yeah, it's going to be a weird collection of stuff. Just fuck off. Don't they have enough money? Yes. In short, (laughs) yes. They do have enough money. Star Wars made like $10 trillion in in its first day. No, but it did make like a billion dollars in its opening weekend. Like, you're fine. Disney, the, the Disney executives are sociopaths. I'm not kidding. Herbalife, you guys know about this company? It's like this giant, like, um, pyramid scheme, scheme company. And It's uh, covered in the <clears throat> disguise of being a... What was the name of that documentary? Um, uh, I don't remember. But they say they have products for, like... Betting on zero. Yeah. They have these health products. Apparently, they sell like shakes and that kind of stuff, but it's all just a scam. Well, it's well, it's a pyramid scheme. So essentially, it's this. They, comp- but it's not even about selling the products, right? <laughs> right. That's what makes it a pyramid scheme. Yeah. The product isn't actually the product. The product is the affiliation where you have to go recruit people to sell under you. You know, it's a pyramid scheme. And so basically, this company Herbalife was like, you know, a little bit of an underground pyramid scheme. And then, like, uh, 10 years ago, this guy who rose to the ranks of one of the head directors of Disney got hired by Herbalife to take over. And this guy turned it into, like, this worldwide scheme. 
And I seen this guy in this documentary, Betting to Zero. It's really interesting. I recommend it a lot. Yeah. And I'm looking at this guy, dude. And man, I, you could just ease as a sociopath. That guy would put poison in baby food and go to bed at night and sleep like an angel. He probably does. <laughs> it's wild. This is the kind of guy who would give your fucking nan a tumble down the stairs and say goodnight to his children, kiss him, give him a kiss. I mean, I'm telling. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, to be honest. But the point is, I don't like Disney. I don't trust them. And if you guys are looking for your next spokesman, I'm available. <laughs> you can contact me. I love making content and, you know, just hit us up anytime, Disney. Actually, everyone I know who's worked for Disney, which I have some friends who have, they Is all fired are like, by now. Not fired. <laughs> <laughs> but they all unanimously hate it. They're like they're they're slave drivers. You just I, you gotta love the irony of this Disney. <laughs> Disney work for us. Work your work your bones to the dust. Anyway, streaming services, man. No, there's nothing we can't. We don't deserve anything good. It's everything good in this world gets destroyed eventually. The internet is being <laughs> fucked over. By Comcast. Search Comcast on Google, a Nazi swastika comes up. <laughs> Streaming services by Disney. Give me a fucking break. Leave something for me. <laughs> the distribution of wealth in this country is already fucked. You're try- if you want to not see your head on a freaking guillotine like the French Revolution, leave our streaming platforms alone. It's all we have. Oh I'm the voice of the people. Are you making... Are you starting a... A revolution? Yeah. I might be, Disney. Listen to my call. This is not a threat for violence. It's just a joke. <laughs> and if you are looking for a spokesman, I'm available. Anyway, what's up next? Oh, man, this story is awesome. <clears throat> Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I love this guy, man. Elon Musk. I would probably, if he was like, yo, Doug. Here's my dick. I need you to fucking shine. I knew where this it. was going before you said it. I wasn't. You thought I was going to say suck. He wants me to shine it and manicure it. He's like, I need you to manscape my genitals, and I'd be like, cool. I don't require payment. <coughs> I love the guy. Some people hate him. I don't know why. He's like the real life Tony Stark. Right. He really is. I mean, come on. The yeah. guy's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pioneered commercial space travel, opens the doors for so many things. The guy has made driving electric vehicles cool to right. the point where he made a profit, and now he's making them consumable. The Model 3, mark my words, in two or three years when that shit is, goes into mass production, you're going to see that all across the country. People say, people always say, oh, oh, well... Electric vehicles are just as wasteful as gas. Oh, I've got a fucking stick in my ass and I have to complain and be sour and, contra- and contrary about everything. Not true. Solar City. Look, He's even got that. I'm getting to the rest yeah. of his accomplishments. If you, have a, if you have a car without an exhaust, let's, get it, let's just put aside... The question of, you know, production and making new cars, whatever. People are always making new cars, okay? Forget about that. Even if producing the electricity now from a freaking coal plant 
is just as polluting as putting gasoline in your car. First of all, gas, you can, as solar and wind and all these renewable energies that don't give off any pollutants become more, you know, cost effective as they do every year. You have the option to plug that shit into your car. Yeah. You plug that in from the outlet to your car, okay? Coal, gasoline, you can't do that, dude. And if you think that in 100 years we're still going to be doing gas, if you think that's just an option forever, get fucking real. 10 I, years. <laughs> 10 ye- I give it 10 years. I give it 10 years too. <clears throat> but people are like, oh, it's just as polluting to make an electric car. And every, everyone's always talking about, oh, it's inevitable, electric cars. Nobody's done it. Nobody stepped up to the fucking plate and risked their ass to do it until he did. He's the guy who did it, man. Seriously. When electric cars are fucking everywhere, he's going to be the guy who did it. I mean, I'm trying to... he really took a huge risk with his all his money, right? When yeah, he absolutely. When in, he invested in it and it didn't go well in the beginning. <laughs> Everybody said it was going to fail. Mm-hmm. The regulators were against him. They still don't let him have dealerships. He sells direct. That model doesn't exist almost in car manufacturing. You have to go to the website and buy it. You have to wait like six months to get the car. That's how good of a product and how good people want it. You know, it's insane. The the odds were stacked against the guy. And beyond that, and also just for the record, the electric vehicle has an effective 100 miles per gallon right now. So fuck off, haters. Don't ever step to me again. Don't ever talk to me or my hair again. <laughs> Don't talk to me or my Elon. Don't ever talk to me or my Elon again. And 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 then furthermore, he has this company, Solar City, which just got absorbed into Tesla. It's one company now. But the guy, let me show you this shit. I mean, Tesla. We're in, we're in both company. He's... Our companies, his, so... Yeah, but they... I don't know why they absorbed it all into Tesla. I think what happened was his cousin or someone had... Um, oh, okay. ...was so a co-founder of, mm-hmm. of Solar City and he just absorbed it. Okay, look at this. Look at this house. You want to know what the fuck's going on with the future? Look at this house. Look, ordinary deal. These shingles here are... S- oh, my God. Don't... <laughs> Click here at the chat. Should we talk to this guy? No. These... These roofing that you see here is solar panels you guys that's solar power that's powering the house charging the car completely off the grid Mm -hmm. okay and his goal with this is to make it better looking more durable durable and cheaper and and eventually cheaper so that it's like people don't even have the choice and it looks amazing do you see this guy? He's fucking changing the world. Like, people always talk about it. Like, it's inevitable. This guy's doing How does good. one guy do all this? It's crazy. He's amazing. He's, he's, he's like, uh, he's he, a Newton. He's he a Einstein. He's a superhero. He's, he's these once in a hundred, <laughs> one, right, once yeah. in a thousand year guy who, co- who rolls around and just, you know, beats and fucking beats the shit out of the earth. You know. I, I have so much admiration. I don't know. I Man, I have a friend who's like, I don't like him. I don't trust him. I'm like, dude, yeah. why are you hating? <laughs> One of our best friends. I get so triggered. <laughs> it's funny. He's got no fucking... He, <laughs> There's no basis to the hate. <coughs> he, just don't, he just hates him. So, he, I'll tell you, so here's his beef with him. 
He's working on this other project called um, The Boring Company. He says, again, he, this is Elon. He sees a huge problem, traffic in Los Angeles. Traffic, as you know, if you don't live in Los Angeles or not, God. everybody knows the traffic is impossible. If you've never been here, it's hard to believe how bad it is. Yeah. I thought coming from Tel Aviv, I thought Tel Aviv had like horrible traffic. It's a joy. Oh, my God. It's nothing compared to here. Just give you an idea to ride, to drive like 20 miles. It takes like an hour during the day. There's, we sometimes just consider not going places because of traffic. Right. Like it's one of the, it's how you make decisions here. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's funny because if you go somewhere like past 11 when the traffic's gone, it'll take you 15 minutes to get somewhere where it will actually literally take you an hour or more during yeah. the day. So he's like, okay, traffic. What's up with traffic, right? So the dude is drilling fucking tunnels under the freeway to transport like a superhighway for cars. So it the, your car drops under in a highway and it goes on like a conveyor belt and it blasts you at high speed. I, you know, there's a video about it. You could Yeah, let me show it. It's interesting to see. Boring company video. And it blasts you at high speed. Here, watch this video. This is great. Those tunnel, tunnels look pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> wild. It's actually not what I expected the yeah. way that it works. So there's basically platforms you drive onto, and it lowers you underground. And it just bla and then here you go. There's like super highways underground that bypass the traffic and the roads. And it launches you at like 100 plus miles per hour. And then it lifts you up. Um, so the car is not even... No, yeah. The car doesn't run. It's on a platform. You're not even putting mileage on your car. Right. Oh, it goes 200 kilometers per hour. That's like, yeah. That's fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The future is so not what people imagine in some ways. In some Flying ways cars. Because when you look at, like, the future, yeah, you imagine stuff in the air. Yeah. You don't actually imagine digging Under into the it. earth. Yeah. So... My favorite part about all of this is that he called it the boring company. Yeah. It's so genius. So good. <laughs> um, anyway, it's just an idea, obviously. He did start drilling. He's he, Look, people are saying, oh, it's not happening, lol. People always said that to Elon. Do you think Elon's going to listen to you, haters? <laughs> look at this shit. Boring company drill. He already built a fucking one-of-a-kind. Well, even cutting... if it doesn't happen, at least the guy is trying. Tell me it's not happening. Look at these pictures. Try to tell me this shit's not happening. Look at this fucking drill. Oh my that's god. A, that's epic. Here. <laughs> this is how it works. It's like this crazy state-of-the-art drill. Wow, it's not happening. Look at them lowering the drill into a pit. <laughs> Look at this. It's not happening, they says. It's not happening, they says. Get real. If Elon wills it, then it happens. <laughs> Well, anyway, our friend was like, oh, I don't like this because it's like class warfare. All the rich people get a super highway. And all the poor people have to be on the freeway. I'm like, dude, stop. That still means less people on the freeway, first of all. Less traffic on the freeway. And, oh, my God, toll roads already fucking exist, dude. Yeah. 
Stop! <laughs> anyway. <coughs> I'm going to be honest. We got a Tesla recently. We're leasing a Tesla. <laughs> I'm not into having nice cars. I never was. We had a Prius. That was all I ever wanted, but... It's more about just, like, fucking supporting this this movement that I love about going eco-friendly. It's sick. I mean, I, I like the car. The car's dope. I really like it. But it's like there's no exhaust pipes on the car. Mm-hmm. You plug it in in your garage. You wake up every morning with a full tank of gas. It's cool, man. I like it. Well, how do you like the Tesla? I actually really like it. It's funny. I thought that it was, like, so unnecessary because we had the Prius. And I right. was like, why do we need this? And I thought it, it's just going to be another car. But it's actually really cool. And I'm not – obviously, this is not, like, a paid anything. <laughs> I'll take That's his just, money. <laughs> but it is really cool. They make some new stuff that I never thought of before, like the gas and brake in one oh, paddle. I that so much. I don't know if you want to explain it. So they have what's called um, one-pedal driving. This is actually one of my favorite features. Yeah, mine too. So unexpected that I would love it. Because at first it's really awkward and weird. Mm -hmm. So the gas pedal, (laughs) when you take your foot off the gas, it breaks. Essentially, it breaks. You still have the brake too. Yeah, because sometimes you need to like slow down fast and, you know, whatever. You have a brake. But it's pretty intense when you take your foot off the gas. So 90% of the time, I don't even need the brake. Yeah. So, and it's used to regenerate energy for the battery, too. And also, I've just noticed that it it's so much more immediate when you're braking it's, or slowing down that it feels a lot safer. I think so. When, I'm, when I drive our Prius now and I take my foot off the gas and it's almost like... It, you gl- it, keep gliding at the same speed. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Because if you need to react immediately... There's a you few t- seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And then you know you know, Elon's not satisfied just to make an electric car. The self-driving, he's like, let's sprinkle that shit in there too. <laughs> and it works amazingly. Right. This morning I was having a little breakfast in the car. You put on auto drive in the traffic and like, I'm good, dude. I eat my, my breakfast, my coffee. I've got it on auto drive. It's sick. It feels safe because the car's so responsive. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. But more than that, I just like supporting the, the movement. It's obviously an expensive car. I think when the Model 3 comes out, which is the, it's like more than half the price of that one, then I'm going to get I can't wait for those solar roofs to become like the mainstream thing. Dude, they, they're available. But now it's, it's probably expensive. expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's expensive as fuck. But, you know, he's out there. He's shaking his dick, man. But in Israel, the, almost everyone had, well, not everyone, but a lot of the, the majority of the houses have solar heater for the water Mm -hmm. so when you shower and you take a hot water (coughs) you know a hot shower you turn on the or i mean if it's if it's in the summer you don't need to turn it on because it's always hot from the sun and i've always loved that like it's just such a simple great thing it's so weird if it's sunny you have hot water it's after being in israel for five years it's crazy to think that that's not a thing in america yeah, and it's always been in, I don't know why. It's such a thing. Like, you, if you ever get a shot from above, you'll see that every roof has a solar panel, every yeah. single one. And I read a report that it cuts down on, like, 6 or 8% of energy consumption from the country's power grid. That's significant. 
yeah, in LA that would work. Amazing. Anyway, we're, we're we're getting there. It's inevitable. I see more and more solar panels every day when I'm driving through LA. So Elon, I got your back, dude. <laughs> I got your dick. <laughs> I don't know if he wants that. But he does scare me, and this gets into the point I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Elon's starting to freak me the fuck out because he's talking about AI. He's been in the news a lot talking about the dangers of artificial intelligence, saying that it poses a greater threat than North Korea. This is the greatest existential crisis we've ever faced as a species that we need to start regulating it like um, drugs and weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, he said something like, if you're not worried about AI, you should be. Right. And it's like, oh, shit. Um, I wasn't worried about it until you said it. <laughs> I know, but, but hearing a guy who I trust and admire talk about it like that kind of does spook me a little bit. So just to give you a little background, the, he, he owns a company called OpenAI, and they're basically just testing the limits of how far can they take AI. And um, so the International is a Dota tournament that took place recently of the best Dota players in the world. It's a, Dota is like a competitive game where T- two teams of players fight each other on a, on in an arena of, of some sort, and it's a very high-level skill-based game with a lot of chaos, a lot is happening, a lot of data to understand and crunch. Kind of like StarCraft, right? Yeah, it's like StarCraft. It's like chess, real-time chess. Um, and so they were like, well, this is a good, this is a good platform to to test this bot, to test this AI. Because if it can excel at this and beat humans, then that's a good place to start, right? It's like a real-time chess game. I've seen people say it's more difficult than chess. Well, it's... it's more complex. I think from a from a computer standpoint, definitely. Because there's way more unknowns and moving parts mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, so, basically, they made this bot that could play... They could play Dota 1v1, and they brought it to the biggest Dota tournament in the world called the International, and um, here's one of the best players in the world. His name's Dendi, and he's playing one versus one versus this bot, and this bot went like 10-0 and against everybody, but this is one of the best players in the world, and he's getting fucking creamed. Like, he doesn't have a single chance against this bot. Watch this. <coughs> He's on the right. The bot's on the left. Look, he, he used it instantly. It's no time. Okay, I'm dead. No, 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 no! I can hear you now, Dendi. We can talk. Okay, I give up. You giving up? Yeah, I don't think I'm getting like. Greg, is that something other so players have done as well? I've seen this quite a lot this week. Okay, so would you want to do like best two? So anyway, this was at the the end of a long one v one battle. That was the second round against him, and he's getting cream. He's, he's he, the bot is on another level, and this is one of the best players in the world. And obviously, the bot has the ability to make decisions immediately. Doesn't have to think about anything. Doesn't have to think about taking a, a healing or doing an attack or calculating range. But that's why it's so terrifying. Yeah, it's when, all immediate. It's Yeah, the bot doesn't need time to think. When you give them a human's task and it learns to do it, it they're, 
they're so vastly like when, if you have a true AI, they're going to look at us like freaking the and we have the intellect of a mouse. <laughs> you know, everything immediately makes sense to them. They calculate and rationalize any problem immediately. And it's and our brains are just pathetic. I mean, ultimately. So the danger is there. I can see that for sure. If it if a machine somehow gets past a moral barrier that's coded mm-hmm. into itself, who knows what decisions it's going to optimize. If if humanity or life on Earth becomes part of its optimization code yeah. for whatever purpose it sees, who fucking knows, you know? Uh, Elon says he's afraid that humans will become second-class citizens to robots. It's essentially like a dystopian matrix. Westworld season two. Yeah, exactly, Westworld season two. <laughs> So here's the engineer of that bot basically explaining what happened. Comprehend this. These are pro players. These are human brains. So you're just telling me this robot has failed so many times, it's actually better than professional Dota players. It's played for really lifetimes of experience. And it's played so many games of Dota. It's explored many different strategies, learned to bait, learned to exploit other people who bait, and it's just played far more into the strategy space than any human has. So it turns out robots don't eat, sleep, and they just play Dota 24 hours a day. Dendi, let's see if you can do it a second time. So I thought that explanation was actually really interesting, or fascinating, should I say. Fascinating. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's like this bot can just play Dota lifetimes in the span of like a year. Even less, right? How long? I think they were developing that? it for for, well, a year or less. Okay. Yeah. But in a year, they can play a hundred lifetimes of straight Dota. <laughs> you know, an yeah. an amount of experience that no human could ever achieve. No amount of date. You know, uh, it's it's pretty interesting stuff. Um, they say that next year, during the next international, they're going to try to yeah. make a full five-man team to compete against the best team in the world. That's going to be something to watch. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, they're going to win. The bots are going <laughs> to win, right? I mean, how, how else? So then <clears throat> Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, my favorite person who represents my favorite company, Cancer Book, <laughs> started talking shit on my boy Elon, and I'm like... Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Zuckerberg. I don't like Zuckerberg. I don't like his company. I don't like his stupid smarmy face. And I don't like other things about him. <laughs> <laughs> he says about Elon. Basically, our main reason is freebooting on Facebook. Right? Among many. Among many. Facebook other is, is stuff, one of the most... That's uns- just like the... As, it's the best example of how they do business I think on so. Facebook. Yeah, I think so. The fact that they let that go and they reward people who do it and pay them is really representative. Mm-hmm. But they're one of the most unscrupulous, disgusting companies, I think. The way they farm data, they don't, they've done experiments on people trying to manipulate their mood. Yeah. To try to sell them products. They'll show them posts that they know will make them sad so they can sell them Kleenex or whatever. <laughs> or Prozac. Or ice cream. Or ice cream. So then Mark Zuckerberg starts getting butthurt at Elon. And he says um, he says that Elon is being irresponsible and ridiculous. 
He said this publicly in a live stream about Elon. He calls it fear-mongering. And Elon later responds, I've spoken to Zuckerberg about it, and his understanding on the topic is limited. Ouch. Fucking, that's like that high-level <laughs> CEO burn. That's like an AI talking about us. Right. His un- that's, that's, a- that's spot on. His it's understanding limited. is limited. And to be fair, you run Facebook, dude. What the fuck do you do except mine my data? I'm going to put a dick pic on Facebook so Zuckerberg can mine it. And so uh, apparently, and also ironically, Zuckerberg's the one who's like, oh, this guy's fear-mongering. Fuck this guy. We spoke about it a couple weeks ago. Facebook is the one who created these chat bots. Right. And they invented their own language. <laughs> that they, yeah. To start communicating with each other and broke the protocol that was designed for them and had to be shut off. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the one being like, oh, you fear mongering. He's the one developing Skynet in his basement. And so there's actually the beef goes even deeper. And I love this whole story. It's great. It's a, it's a classic story of good versus evil in my mind. <laughs> so SpaceX forget about YouTube drama oh my god <laughs> dude this is on a whole nother level SpaceX was uh, Elon's space company uh, was responsible for launching one of their internet beaming satellites on the Falcon 9 rocket that blew up upon launch it was one of their failed launches and that was Facebook's satellite that was going to go fly over Africa and give everybody free access to the internet known as Facebook's free basics and so that satellite got blown up when the when the Falcon 9 failed to launch and exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, Marx said about that, as I'm here in Africa, in my ivory tower, in my palace in Africa, and I have an African beautiful woman fanning me with a palm leaf and feeding me grapes like Jabba the Hutt. All right, get on. I'm <laughs> deeply disappointed to hear that SpaceX launch failure destroyed our satellite that would have provided connectivity to so many entrepreneurs and everyone else across the continent. Isn't that so altruistic and amazing that Facebook was going to launch a satellite over Africa to give them free internet? Yeah. But wait. It was actually just some fucking scheme. Yeah, it does have It was a... such a scheme. This is what a scheme was. It sounds like a scam. Would you seriously trust Facebook, the (laughs) altruistic company, to beam internet, free internet to India? It's so shady that India, when they launched it over India, banned it. They banned anyone from accessing it because they called it essentially digital colonialism. It was a data mining scheme disguised as humanitarian aid. With bloated third-party companies' apps. And get this. It wasn't like you just connect to it and then you can use the internet. You have to use it using only a Facebook app. Of course. And then the the data in India was that apparently almost nobody was connecting to it for the first time with the internet. 90% of the people using it were just out of data and used it to access Facebook. Fucking asshole. (laughs) I'm going to save the world. I'm here in Africa. I was going to save this this flea-ridden country. <laughs> Thank you. I will take another grape. Fucking whatever they call you know. I love that India banned it. They banned his ass. They know what's up. India's been doing good lately, actually. I'm proud of India lately. 
They also passed a bunch of legislation committing to going solar and yeah, they're getting very, off coal and stuff. They're very um, – they speak a lot about the global warming It's good. Issues. Well, they're one of the biggest, you know, offenders. Affected I mean, by it, yeah. Not affect – I mean, that, yeah, but they, they're burning a lot of coal. Mm-hmm. But they're a developing country. It's hard. Anyway, that's yeah. that's a whole different thing. But anyway, I just love that that Mark's trying to make it seem like this guy just killed all the internet for Africa. So, um, yeah, that's about it. And yesterday you had a little heart attack, right? When what? when your phone beeped, and you got a Twitter notification. Oh God, <laughs> this was so fucked. <laughs> So I'm on my phone last night preparing for this podcast today. And on Twitter, it says, Elon Musk followed you back. <laughs> and this wasn't no fake shit. Like, it's, it was verified Elon Musk at Elon Musk followed you back. And I was like, Elon, wait. She was talking to me. I'm like, Elon, stop. <laughs> Open Twitter. And, man, I don't know if I got goofed, if it was a bug, if he had, like, accidentally followed me. And then unfollowed me. <laughs> Broke my heart, man. He's, he did unfollow, basically. So you think that he... No, I'm just saying for the people listening. No, he's not to, currently to... following me. Yeah. Well, what do you think happened? Because I'm 100% sure I saw Elon Musk followed you back. If you're sure that it said that he followed you back. It said that. So I think maybe he followed you by mistake and then unfollowed because he didn't know. Like he clicked on it by mistake somehow. Oh, man, he's breaking my heart, dude. Well, he saw my profile. (laughs) He's pretty much my, probably my number one most desired guest. (laughs) The guy is deep into everything I care about. He's at the heart of it. And let me tell you this about Elon. He's fascinating. (laughs) Fascinating. 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 Thank you, Dan. Anyway, that's pretty much what I have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now it is time to bring in the news with Dan. Let's take a short break, and then we'll just hop on to the news with Dan to wrap up the show. So we'll be back in a quick two minutes, my friends. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to the H3 Podcast Weekly Top of the Week. Our new episode. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, We're back with the news with Dan. Dan, why don't you take us off? Uh, people have probably heard, but over the last uh, 10 years or so, there's been a lot of research into using magic mushrooms in therapy. Um, you know, it apparently has been proven that it can be effective at treating people with PTSD and depression and a multitude of other conditions and everything. And um, researchers have just discovered this breakthrough where they can essentially synthesize the enzyme that makes you trip the fuck out when you're taking mushrooms. Um, so now it can be kind of put into medicine and done in, you know, a more clinical way than eating nasty dirt mushrooms. So you don't, you don't need to eat cow pies anymore. Cow pies. Yeah. Right. Um, but it will trip you out the same if you take the medicine. That's what they're saying. Uh, essentially, this is the this is the active ingredient, so to speak, in, in those cow pies or mushrooms that grow on cow pies. That, uh, that, you know, completely make you trip the fuck out. And so, yeah, basically, you know, uh, a lot of very reputable 
research institutes have said that this legitimately is one of the best methods that they've ever seen uh, when used in a clinical environment. They're not saying everybody should take mushrooms, but, you know, if somebody, uh, you know, is suffering depression or has severe PTSD um, in the right environment with the therapist there with you, kind of babysitting your trip, uh, you can kind of talk through it. And by the time you come out of the experience, uh, you're actually feeling much better. And they, they say in the article, I think they said um, they found it to be effective up to about six months. Wow. Right. So, so you just I, get a treatment every session. six months or something like that and you're good. Yep. You just go in and do Trip your biannual. <laughs> I mean, balls with the doctor. I've heard that before. I've heard they also do medical tests with MDMA. With it sounds ecstasy. pretty good. I'd like to. Um, you're just ready to sign up. Sign up for that doctor. I got a couple cow pies for you. <laughs> um, it, it's it's really interesting, you know. It's cool to see these drugs that have been previously such strong stigma around of an actual medical professionals being like, well, there's actually something we can do with this. Especially if you do it in a controlled yeah, environment. Control. That, by the way, let me stress this. This isn't saying go out and take these drugs. It's going to make you feel better. That is not. It's not. You have to do it in a controlled environment with the professional. That being said, if you go out to the forest and look for <laughs> giant cow dumps, you may get lucky. All right, cool. Great, interesting story. What's up next? Uh, what do we have up here next? We've got North Korea. Right, so you have to be living under a rock to not have heard of this, but, you know, this, this was a big deal in the last week and felt like something we should probably touch on. Um, you know, uh, Tensions with North Korea and this kind of rhetoric of like, oh, we're going to bomb you. This has been going on forever, right? Like it's at the point where everybody just kind of rolls their eyes and like, sure. The difference this time um, is apparently North Korea has miniaturized their nuclear weapon uh, small enough that in theory they could put this on a missile and hit the continental United States. Uh, Especially relevant for us here because they, you know, what caught my eye is they keep mentioning, you know, Los Angeles. That's... That's in range. Um, so this feels a little different this time because of that. So um, they backed off Guam to threat, yeah, and so threaten it, Los the, Angeles. The tensions have stabilized. They're, they're no longer threatening to bomb Guam. <laughs> Thank and, God. You know, Poor in, Guam. In retrospect, it's easy to see that, like, oh, nothing was ever going to happen. But, again, every time prior to this, we could say, oh, nothing's going to happen because nothing can happen. Now it can happen. Now they, they have the technology to nuke us. Fuck it. I'm going back to live. Israel. <laughs> yeah, it's just safer there. I was just thinking to myself, I left Israel to beautiful Los Angeles. I have this lunatic threatening to nuke us now. By the way, what now, poor Guam. What the fuck did Guam do? <laughs> They're like, back off or we're going to bomb Guam. And Guam's in the corner like, what the fuck did I do? Guam's like a U.S. territory. They can't even vote. They're basically just slaves to America. We're going to bomb Guam. When oh, I my God, pro- Dan, you're using the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I just saw oh, someone. Oh, wow. Let me hide that. Yo, what someone point, Yo, pointed what that out. what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys. Mortal <laughs> history there. <laughs> Let's quickly get off that story. No, nah, whatever. I'm kidding. What else? Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, just that I don't want to get nuked, I guess. That's the main. That's a fair point. Death by nuke is kind of may not be the worst way to go. I mean, you (laughs) get vaporized. Yeah, it depends where you are. If you're 
Oh my god, these ads. Um, yeah, it really depends where you are. But I, I'd love. To, I mean, getting vaporized quick and dirty, right? <laughs> anyway, what what else we got? All right, and then this one. Uh, I don't want to say it made me happy because that's kind of dark, <laughs> but big game hunter trampled to death by elephant in Nam Namibia. 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 That's a country that I've heard of. <laughs> that's what. That's I'm a such place an ignorant exists. fuck. I shouldn't. I shouldn't like relish in the fact that I've never heard of this country, this place on Earth. Nam, nam, nam. I know Nambia. Is that I? Nambia. I've always heard Nambia, and when Namibia. I looked at it earlier, that's what I thought it says. But uh, now that I'm looking at it, all right. Well, there's a place out there called Nambia. Don't ever forget it. <laughs> so yeah, this guy from uh, Argentina went uh, hunting elephants because that's still a thing people do God. apparently. Those uh, people. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm not relishing in his death necessarily, but you got to love the irony, right? I mean, and people that go out and do big game hunting. I'm relishing in it. And how did he die? He just fell? (laughs) (coughs) No, it looks like the elephant fucked him up. Look, when you go out for that big game Because usually they're like from far away and they're not even doing anything. It's just they just pay someone to hunt for them and then they take a picture with the dead animal like they did something. That, yeah, that ha- I mean, that may have been the case here, but they just fucked up. But it's when you're on this big game hunt, right, the whole point is like me versus the animal. That's the whole point. And how, and how lopsided is that game? How often does the human lose? Well, guess what, boys? <laughs> Today, the human lost. You Today, know? the human lost. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a under, even if you're like, it's an underdog story. Yeah. Everybody loves the underdog story. Fuck that guy. He went out there shaking his dick, trying to get his his fucking nut off. Feel like a big man killing a beautiful, immaculate, majestic elephant. I really don't get these people. Really don't get it. Yeah, I don't. And the whole thing is so weird. They pay thousands of dollars. And then the whole thing is set up. They, they go, they meet these people, our locals. Right. And the locals tell them exactly where the animal is going to be. <coughs> right. It's all organized. Them. Yeah. You you stand here, the animal will be there, and then you just click this thing, and then you have a picture. Right. $20,000. Like, we, we, we tranquilized that animal. He's subdued. He all, He's laying yeah. on the ground. All you have to do is go to deliver the final blow. Right. Can I masturbate with this blood? Yes, we do allow that <laughs> yeah, for an extra ten thousand dollars. You can't even argue that it's the thrill of you know stalking through the brush and you know tracking this animal for miles on end and taking it down or whatever. I mean, that's still fucked up, but you can make an argument that that's like a you know thrilling experience or something. But think... this is, I mean, it's just handed to you on a silver platter. Just hey, like like Ela said, you just pull the trigger and just hey, you get to kill this thing. I'm not gonna I'm not denouncing all hunting. Like some is fine. Well I'm talking specifically about this guy who yeah. it's this rich people who pay like twenty thousand dollars to go shoot some really exotic animal. <clears throat> they have like like an elephant. They like auction off the rights to kill one exotic elephant. Yeah. And the money goes to conservation, quote unquote, which means the local <laughs> government's back pocket. That's right. Weird. You know, and, and elephants are, are essentially non-human intelligent life. Mm-hmm. Elephants are one of the most intelligent creatures on the earth. They recognize Incredibly themselves smart. in mirrors. They have complex language and culture. 
you know, it's They're kind awesome. of mur- I, in my opinion, an elephant killing an elephant is kind of murder. Same with like a dolphin. It's close. Same to with it, yeah. like a fucking gorilla. I mean, it's kind of you're murdering a non-human creature. I'm not. I don't. There's not many non-human creatures, in my opinion, who are sentient on a near level as us. But elephants are one of them. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you know, there's invasive. There's overpopulation. There's deer and shit. That's perfectly acceptable to go hunt. Yeah. But this shit is weird. Anyway, he got fucking killed. What happened? Trampled. So he That's took a shot. He took a shot and he fucking missed and the elephant took him out. Pretty much. Said the hunter identified as a 48-year-old Jose Monzales was killed on Saturday afternoon in a private wildlife area 43 miles northwest of a small town in Kalkfeld. The dude worked for an oil company, class act. Wow. Yeah, they got charged. Whoa, they all died. With another Argentinian and three Nambians. Were... Namibian. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Who worked for Wait, We clarified that that's how you say. I guess I no, should I, say I don't. Right. I don't believe they all died. Was but with, it was with yeah, the group. Yeah, okay. So the elephant was like, fuck this guy in particular. Yeah, <laughs> and this is, uh, this is kind of thing, kind of to your point of how they're near sentient. Um, elephants that are kind of in these areas that this goes on, the ones that survive, they 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 hold grudges, essentially. Mm. And there, there's even been stories of them, you know, essentially attacking villages in <laughs> like kind of Retribution. a pseudo-organized manner um, where they'll, you know, they'll mass up and charge, you know, in a wall of elephant and you just don't mess with everybody. the elephants. Dude, and that's what humans would do. Right. And it was kind of like the same in SeaWorld with the Shamu hmm. and the killer whales. The a few times the killer whales actually killed the the trainers. Right. Because it's like fuck you. It's slavery. Stop it's... bossing me around and free me. Yeah. yeah they free get Shamu. It. On some level they understand. I think yeah, and killer whales are one of them too. That's mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's just my opinion, folks. And that, we need like a slogan. And that's the way it goes down. <laughs> well, that's our show. That's our Tuesday show. Hope you guys had fun. Let us know what you thought. We think we're going to keep doing it every week. I like the balance here between having us doing our thing here and having a guest yeah. on Friday. It's a good balance. To be, to be truthful with you, my dream although it's far off from now, is to do it every weekday. But that's, that's a far away. That's, that's, that's far, far, far away. That is a fascinating thought. Fascinating. But for now, <laughs> it's a two-day. I like that balance for now. Um, we should call this the fascinating show. This is the fascination hour. <laughs> I found it really fascinating. It's the fascination hour, guys. <laughs> anyway, I hope you all had a good time. Hope you had a laugh. Happy Wednesday, my dudes. See you on Friday for Jake Paul and the Key TL8 Reporter. Looking forward to that. Until then, my friends, I shall be calling you in my thoughts and prayers. And to everybody who has supported us graciously through Amazon Twitch Prime, I will think of you the next time I make love. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, my friends. 